0: Caitlin, how long have we been talking about this?
1: I think ever since you and I met freshman year, starting a podcast or a YouTube channel has come up in literally every single conversation we've ever had, and our entire friendship practically has revolved around pop culture, so... This only makes sense. It only makes sense for us to do this.
0: I feel like I have brought up the idea of starting something with almost every one of my friends, and then... Mm -hmm. I found you, Josie, we're soulmates. I know. So it only makes <laughs> sense for you and I to be sitting here. I agree. And if you are listening right now, that means you're listening to our podcast,
1: Pop Off. Every week we're just going to, you know, keep you in the loop on what's trending and I think we should just jump right into what's going down with the royal family, specifically Harry and Meghan.
0: Yeah, so you might have been asking yourself recently what the hell is going on with Harry and Meghan.
1: I was certainly asking myself that before, you know, we started this podcast. It's like every
0: day we see some new headline, Mm -hmm. Um,
1: but the biggest thing happening right now... Yeah, so essentially what's going to be happening to them is they're being stripped of their royal titles, which is the... Um, his and her Royal Highness title. They're also going to become financially independent. Look at them doing what I wish I could do. And they're also going to remain as private patronages.
0: Okay. So that's kind of a lot. Yeah. And if you haven't been keeping up, you're probably wondering what all led up to this. Mm -hmm. So let's just do a little recap over the past few years. Okay. Um, So if you haven't been keeping up, you are, Honestly, you might be asking yourself who even is Meghan Markle? I mean, if you're not reading the news every day, you could have missed this. Yeah, because um, she was kind
1: of not she was not a huge deal before before she married Harry, right? So and she, I guess that's pretty you know relevant to Kate too, but but, but Meghan she was in like American a celebrity, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, she was, she was an kind actress. of a celebrity, mm-hmm.
0: so she didn't just come out of nowhere, right? Um, she was born in Los Angeles. We know that she's biracial. She did graduate from college. She went to Northwestern. Mm -hmm. Um, A fun fact: she worked as a calligrapher for a while and Mm. also a bookbinder. Which look at that side hustle! Yeah, she was making money doing that for a while.
1: And then she appeared in little cameos like CSI, General Hospital, and a lot of headlines about Megan revolve around her family because she has a very like messy dynamic. Yeah, that's been something that's really saturated the media is Mm -hmm. her. Family
0: and her her dad and her don't get along. She's estranged from her older
1: siblings. And her parents are also divorced. Right. Her dad didn't go to her wedding. Her mom was I think the only one there.
0: Yeah. So there's been a lot of a lot of controversy surrounding Megan from the beginning. Another big thing was that she was actually married prior to um, being with Harry. Which is I mean, that's also something that was off-putting to people. I I don't think it's that strange, but she was married to a producer from Mm -hmm. Hollywood for about 18 months. But one of my favorite things about the start to their relationship
1: was the fact that it came about from a blind date. Can we talk (laughs) about that? Yes, Josie, let's talk about the blind date. Was it from a friend? Like, the friend set up the blind date? Apparently a friend did set her up while she was in...
0: London, Mm -hmm. um, actually, I think doing some kind of acting work or something like that, which I, that's so crazy to me, because Caitlin, have you ever even set me up on a blind date,
1: let alone with a prince? No, and I I think we're going to have to have a talk after this, just, you know, uh, establishing standards between our friendship. mutual here, Mm -hmm. clearly. Yeah, so. So what does that even look like?
0: I mean, you show up to a date, and is there like a British secret service
1: member, whatever their equivalent is, just sitting there at the table with them? Is it sitting at the booth behind them? I mean, what does that look like? I doubt it was like a truly conventional blind date. Couldn't happen. But I also, I don't even know where to begin with thinking of the logistics behind all of that. Because I'm sure she'd have to get clearance, like security clearance. So then automatically you think, oh, I'm about to go on a date with someone very important. Has to be. So the term blind date... I'm figuring that's a little bit loose there. Right. Another
0: thing that I really love about them is their first picture that was ever uh, public. He is wearing a beanie, and he looks so handsome and kind of rugged, and he doesn't even look like a royal. So I I just, I think Prince
1: Harry is so cute. And those pictures always make me laugh because I'm like, I bet, you know, they're... Their security guards are trailing like ten feet behind them, and we just like don't even. See oh yeah, it, we you know. Can't see it, it makes it look so like they were on the streets, and they were just you know going grocery shopping, right? Like in normal, reality, like Hollywood couple. That that but um, nope, this time it's a prince. Yeah. So what kind of started to happen? Yeah. Um, so after they went on that blind date that we just mentioned, um, Kensington Palace confirmed that they were dating. They sent out this like wow. big old statement. And uh, they actually mentioned that there needs to be an end to harassment and, you know, like sexist and racist harassment against mm. Megan.
0: That's so unfortunate. It's so sad. I think a lot of us were really hopeful that she would bring some diversity into this family and would mm-hmm. be welcomed. But instead, there was, a for- unfortunately, a lot of negative comments being made about her race, which is quite yeah. unfair. And her,
1: yeah, her just being an outsider and not looking like everyone was. Right. Not looking like Kate Middleton, which. It, yeah. Does anybody else look like Kate besides Kate? <laughs> no, she she is like She's the most <laughs> stunning woman I've ever seen in my life. I know,
0: I know. But Megan herself is beautiful. Let's not forget that. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Just a different kind. Exactly. And then I think about after like a year or so after that, you know, they kept dating. A bunch of photos came out. Megan did that Vanity Fair article where she kind of got to give her a side of the story and you know say, "Hey, I'm not defined by my relationships." the only thing that has really changed is people's perception of me. Okay. So, respectable. Yeah, happy happy about that. And then in November of 2017, Harry popped the question to Meghan, and on that same day she debuted debuted. <laughs> she debuted her wedding ring. Um it had like three diamonds on it, two of which were from Princess Diana. Wow. I love that because I I personally love Princess Diana and so um, I think that's really sweet. I know that. It's also crazy because a lot of like parallels between her and Diana are like kind of happening.
0: Well, right. And and we know that Harry was so close to his mom and that's always been a sort of subject. So it's probably mm-hmm. really sweet for him to kind of have her there in spirit. Yeah. Mm, I love that. So then in May of 2018, um, this is almost two years after they met, Harry and Meghan tied the knot at St. George's Chapel um, at Windsor Castle in London.
1: So so beautiful did you watch it i watch it i got up so early for it i remember doing that for kate's too yeah it, sh- it feels deal. like you're a part of something like huge mm-hmm. when you get to watch it on tv oh it's so special yeah it's like i was and up the watching... churches are beautiful that they get married in and their gowns oh, it, the hats and the procession i just i love it all it's, it's beautiful it's beautiful it's so nice
0: um, and so then right before the ceremony, Queen Elizabeth conferred the titles of Duke and Duchess of Sussex on Prince Harry and Meghan. And it's important important to note that even though his and her royal highness are being stripped, they will remain the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Mm-hmm. So they still have a title. Yeah. It's not like they're titleless now. <laughs> they're not just no, regular they just don't have citizens. like a
1: royal title. Right.
0: So then in October of 2018... Um, just a few months after their wedding, they announced that they were expecting their first child, which Aww. is so exciting. I remember being mm-hmm. excited for another royal baby on the way. Um, but unfortunately, there was a lot of negative um, press from the tabloids. They didn't like is. the way that Meghan was touching her stomach excessively or flaunting her baby bump, which I'm like, you have a royal baby growing in there. Flaunt it all you want, girl. Yeah, girlfriend. touch it all
1: you want. It's your, also your first baby.
0: Also, it's your I body bet it's so crazy that it's like <laughs> it's growing, growing every single day. She probably was just touching it to be like, oh my god, wait a minute, I'm pregnant. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you have to like remind yourself of that the first yeah. time around. Um so that that was kind of some criticism that Unnecessary criticism. Unnecessary. Yeah. Um and then in March of 2019, the couple announced that they were gonna be splitting from the Kensington Palace. Um, which led to a bunch of rumors of a rift between Harry and Prince William. Um, So more rumors, more drama. But then their whole thing was that they wanted to move into a separate residence, which Mm -hmm. is Frogmore Cottage. But they ended up dropping 2.4 million pounds of public money onto this cottage to renovate it, Mm. which a lot of people were not happy about. I mean, that's money, taxpayer dollars to go to... Turn a cottage into essentially a castle. You should right. look at pictures.
1: It did undergo quite a, the look. Yeah. So I wonder if, I'm sure William and Kate also got public money. Right? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They all do. I, I just wonder, like, in comparison to them, how much it was. And right. also the fact that, you know, they left not even a year later. Yeah. They were all, all it already really being upset. unconventional pretty
0: early on yeah. into... Their into
1: their marriage yeah uh so that was in march of 2019 then in may uh baby archie was born archie. actually archie harrison mountbatten windsor that's a mouthful say that five times josie <laughs> don't try to make me <laughs> um and they actually announced uh later that month that archie will be referred to as master and not have a actual master prince title yeah
0: Interesting. Master
1: Baby Archie. Master Baby. I kind of like that, Master Baby Archie. Mm It almost sounds
0: like a band name or something.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: But not... Write it down so (laughs) you can copyright it. it.
1: (laughs) Definitely doesn't sound like
0: something you would call a baby, though.
1: No. And then all of 2019, um, from June to September, there's a bunch of drama surrounding Harry and Meghan, just people questioning a lot of their choices, like uh, taking private jets places and... Making a documentary, um, kind of exposing the harsh realities of you know living as a royal, mm, and yeah. they were very candid in the yeah. documentary. Yeah, she, he, he, Harry event- essentially said that Meghan was like being bullied, mm-hmm. and you know, bullied is like very much a trigger word like all around the world. So right. I think that you know raised a lot of attention, and you know, people people became concerned about it. Right. I think there was obviously people coming to
0: their defense. They felt bad for Megan. Mm-hmm. And then there were some people who were like, oh, my gosh, like knock off the um, dramatics and all of that. But I think, you know, Harry's quote where he says, I will not be bullied into playing a game that killed my mom. That really yeah. gets to me yeah. because
1: I'm like, everyone okay. loved her and is so sad about what happened today. And that like, right, that that would make me feel like oh my gosh, this is... I'm going to protect
0: my wife. Exactly. This is like a real thing that they have to deal with. So then in October of 2019, just a few months ago, um, Prince Harry decides to do something about all of this. And he issues a personally written statement and he puts the British tabloids on blast. He says, stop bullying my wife. Mm. He's pissed at this point. Um, And he says, I have been a silent witness to a private suffering for too long. To stand back and do nothing would be contrary to everything we believe in, which I'm like, oh, yes. A knight in shining armor coming. Yeah. So that was, I think, completely valid and something that was necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in November, they announced that they won't be spending Christmas with the family, um, with the royal family, and so that was another kind of controversial I can't statement. Relate to that. Where'd
1: right. they go? Canada.
0: Canada. Okay. So they skipped out on this royal um, Christmas, which I'm assuming is. Beautiful and wonderful. Right.
1: Which I got an invitation to the
0: royal Christmas. Yeah, maybe next year.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> then that leads us to the
0: most recent news, of course, of their um, decision to step back. The titles being
1: removed. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Their financial independence, their, their titles like you just said, and, you know, their private patronages, all that. We're going to, you know, jump into what that exactly means and the details of all of that um, in a second. That was a lot. It was a lot. And I'm not going to lie, a little dry because this next part, our snack break, is going to be so fun because we're talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. This snack break is essentially just a segment that we're going to have once a week where we talk about something that went on in the world. And we're just going to comment on it, give our opinions about it. Yeah, it's gonna be like it a it nice would little be a break shame if we didn't talk about the I halftime know, yeah. show. And it's a nice break from all this drama that we have to deal with right now. Yeah. So, Kate,
0: what was your favorite part of this halftime
1: show? I have a few favorites. Um, when Emmy came out, JLo's daughter—that was loved amazing. That. I also uh, loved the Shakira yodel. I would mm. I would call it a yodel, and just the theatrics of the whole performance. We really needed that. I agree. It was a. I believe it was a great
0: performance. I was highly entertained. Shakira and J Lo both looked hot and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Their outfits, their dancing. I thought it was all put together
1: really well. Yeah. Um, it was such a party, but it was a yeah, party with a purpose. A and party it with spread a purpose. A message. I was so happy about it. It was very m- much unlike last year's when, like, I think it was Maroon Five and Travis uh, yeah, Scott came yeah. out.
0: That was so bland, and I was expecting was so bland. much. And um, I think it's always funny every time the Super Bowl halftime show comes back around; um, it gives the media a chance to bring up the big snafu that happened with mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always just like to entertain myself and go back and watch that video of him exposing her breasts to the entire nation. I mean, I nothing is going to seem scandalous after that. No, right.
1: Well, mm, apparently yeah. to the rest of the world, this was like, this halftime show was disgusting or something. It was well, tasteless. Well, they need to go take a look at that video and then come back and I give know, us their opinion. I know. Fun fact about the yodel, Let's the Shakira yodel. <laughs> so we're watching the Super Bowl halftime show, and one of my good friends, Jane, one of my best friends, Jane. Excuse me. Hi, Jane. Hey, Jane. I don't want to play favorites here. Okay, you know? you're right, you're right. I got best friend here, best friend there, best friends everywhere. We it, you're popular, Caitlin. <laughs> so... Jane turns around. She looks at me because I'm like, oh, my God, what did Shakira just do? That was so weird. She goes, it's a Lebanese thing. Jane is very proud of her Lebanese culture. Good for her. And she explained that it's something that they do in celebrations, specifically like weddings and that sort of stuff. But it's more so about the sound than it is the tongue. I think the tongue is what really got everyone. It was Mm -hmm. so... It was gyrating, Yeah. know, <laughs> it was just kind of like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it, it's a common thing that they do. And I think everyone was kind of weirded out by it. But she was just. But it know, means it's
0: like uh, I'm pretty sure it's like culture. celebration, right? Yeah. Like, so I think that that was actually funny. And it made for a great meme on Twitter. It was oh, yeah. all of a sudden everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy this halftime show. The fact that JLo's 50. Mm-hmm. This is also Shakira's 43rd birthday. They both look
1: better than I do. One hundred 100 and oh they're gosh, just yes. like the definition of a pop star mm-hmm. they did the costume changes and the lights they're dancing the dancing insane. they didn't break a sweat, sweat doing, doing that it was so cool pole dancing mm-hmm. there was so much going on and of
0: course the young girls on the stage and them all singing in unison it was very sweet and felt uplifting and we need yeah. that we need yeah. that especially in like sports recently so yeah
1: and i i it just felt like they put a lot of effort into it and i I can't help but appreciate that. Yeah. So if, I think if we look at it from an artistic point of view and and recognize the messages that were incorporated into the dance and the, the whole thoughtfulness routine, is intentional. Yeah, you have to can't appreciate, help but it. appreciate it. There we go. Set in stone. That was our break.
0: We've given ourselves a little bit of a break from the heftiness that is the royal family. Yeah.
1: And we're just gonna keep explaining what exactly their – you know, new situation is going to be like, no longer as, you know, his and her royal highness and their financial independence, all that sort of stuff. Um, So, yeah, we're going to move on from Super Bowl royalty to British royalty. Sounds Um, good to me. Yeah, let's just jump back into it. So should we talk a little bit about what financial independence
0: really means? Yeah,
1: okay. It's been, you know, uh, it's been uh, a known thing that... Megan and Harry have two streams of income. 5% of that income comes from something called this Sovereign Grant. And 95% of that income comes from Prince Charles's private estate. And we know that Prince Charles is Harry's father. Okay. As of right now, they are prohibited from earning any type of income from the United Kingdom. And they also don't benefit from any charity work that they do. I don't think they ever have, but just needed to throw that in there in case anyone was curious. And they are opting out of the sovereign grant, which pretty much means that they're cutting off direct financial ties between them and Buckingham Palace.
0: Um, and I do believe that as we mentioned earlier, the whole thing with Frogmore Cottage and taking money from taxpayers, they will have to repay that.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a, you know, a promise that Harry that they and made. Meghan made. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that they kind of looked better. Yes, exactly. Um, they also have plenty of money to, do that. Of money to do that. I'll explain why in a second because they, they're they so fine. They have plenty of revenue streams and uh, this includes money from Charles's estate portfolio. And Harry essentially inherited half of the 21 million pounds from his mother um, that includes the divorce settlement from Prince Charles. Okay, wow. Going far back. Yeah. And another $5 million from Princess Diana's death. Okay. Yeah. So, you know... We have we have some money saved up. Right. And Megan, too, I mean, she
0: did work as an actress for quite a while. I know that she did make a decent amount of money on her various shows. She accumulated money um, with her different acting gigs. So she's got some money in the bank, too. They're not just being kicked out and tossed into Canada uh, no. with nothing.
1: No, Josie, in fact, they have a net worth. It's estimated that they have this net worth between 30 million pounds and 40 million pounds. Okay, so we're we're doing fine. (laughs) Financial independence is
0: um, nothing to worry about. So another thing that I found interesting is the idea of patronages Mm -hmm. and being a patron. I had to kind of look this up. We don't really hear that term here in America very much. But basically, um, being a royal patronage means that they are um, supporting a certain charity of their choosing. I mean, there's tons that they support. Yeah, Um, And they are still allowed to have private patronages to kind of. Um, uh, show support to certain organizations, but they can't do it um, alongside the queen, and there are certain organizations tied to the United Kingdom that they're not allowed to represent anymore, but they can select their own. Okay. But as we've kind of discussed, I mean, they are like PR, right? They are like talking heads, essentially. Mm -hmm. So they do bring a lot of attention to certain um, organizations by taking part in them.
1: That his or her Royal Highness title is what you know that's what made them notable that's something that is being revoked from them um, and they're keeping their duke and duchess titles but their senior royal titles are no being longer strict. and it's kind of a nebulous term apparently to be a highness um because it typically refers to people who are closest to the throne and i think Harry's like sixth mm. away from the throne So I think their name enough is, I I think that's more of a term that you would use way back when, when we didn't really know who certain kings and queens are. But if they were referred to as his or her royal highness, you're like, oh, these are super important. Yeah. So this is kind of just like a, you know, a throwaway term nowadays. Right.
0: And Queen Elizabeth, God bless her. We love her. But she is creeping up there in age. Oh, yeah. She looks so cute, though, with her little hats everywhere. She's still kicking she's
1: still it. Her skin is so, like, she's pretty. Yeah, she's Yeah, she's so, oh, her purses, like you said. I love her.
0: And um, something just to add, uh, a few days ago, Queen Elizabeth was actually spotted with a brooch on her top, mm-hmm. which is a little Canadian snowflake. And apparently that was kind of a way for her to symbolize her support um, and the way that she still has love for Harry and Meghan and yeah. is not in any way estranging them.
1: She really turned that country around. And, you know, you watched The Crown, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So All like, seasons. And just from, you know, World War II to now, like, so England different. is like an amazing destination for everyone. And right. there are a lot of great, like, qualities that the country has to offer to its citizens. So I think, you know, I, I think that's something to know that no one hates the queen. No, It's not because, yeah. you know, Harry and Meghan don't like her. It's it's more so for their benefit, which has its pros and cons. Yeah. So how do you feel about that, Kate? I honestly feel bad for um, Harry simply because he has had his whole life kind of um, he's been in this box. He yeah. can't get out of it. A lot of us do have a little bit more, you know, say in our choices and where we go in life. Um, he had a very, you know, straight and narrow path. I have, like I said, I have a lot more sympathy for Harry because Megan came into this just a couple of years ago, and I think that her concerns and dislikes were made very known by her, but she didn't act on anything to make change happen. So I'm just like, you are on this platform. It's not a lack of opportunity that you had. Like, you had the most... You had all eyes on you, and I think if she wanted to actually be a revolutionary in something, she could have done that. So I, don't yeah. know, I just find a lot of things that she did a little disappointing and kind of like half-assed. Mm-hmm. That's a
0: fair point, I think, and I think a lot of people share that view. Um, something that I just feel so strongly about is that I just feel like she was treated very unfairly by the mm-hmm. press and the way that they commented on her with people like Piers Morgan. Just yeah. Just making so such absurd comments. Um, Sexist comments, racist comments, once again, comparing her unnecessarily. And she um, uh, was interviewed and at one point she says she knew it would be hard, but she kind of expected it to be fair. And I do give her that. um, I think that she underestimated just how difficult it would be. But then on the other hand, I'm kind of like... It's a sword, right? Yeah. Like, you didn't just go on a date with some random, uh, you know, old Joe. Like,
1: you ended up marrying a prince mm-hmm. i mean of course life is going to be hard yeah um and my view on that too is that she, before all this she chose to go into a life into a public life she was a celebrity she was on a tv show she was a blogger she was an actress like you know the severity of the situation you're kind of getting into and sure it was probably like escalated by a million in terms of her expectations, but. Like we said, you're marrying a royal. Yeah. You know, there are going to be responsibilities that you hate and you don't like and I'm sure a lot of people behind closed doors really wish that they could do what Harry and Meghan did. And I think because they're, you know, so far removed from the throne, that it was a little bit easier right to make and, that and I decision do agree for with him.
0: you were given a platform, take advantage of it. I mean, there's yeah. so much change you could affect. But then I do just feel a lot of sympathy I mean, you kind of don't know what you're getting into until you get into it. And I think she was way in over her head. Slash, I think possibly Harry has always been looking for a way out. Yeah. And now he had a woman by his side to support him Mm -hmm. through it. He has always been a little uh, much of an outsider when it came to the royal family. So, Right.
1: I also think, I just thought about this, it might be hard because they really also don't have much control over what happens in England like they're not policy makers you know they're yeah, more they PR people make law so it's like why am I in this high pressure situation where everyone has to look at me and everyone thinks that I'm this like god in this country and you're really just a walking billboard for a lot of things a yeah, lot of talking a lot head. of issues
0: yeah it's really interesting I think the the British royal family um has really shifted a lot in their role and I think that right now Meghan and Harry are challenging the status quo even more, which I, I am a fan of. Mm-hmm. I am, but I do have to agree that they did have an opportunity to um, do more than than they decided to relinquish. So
1: right, and you know their future could hold another it's plot still open for them. ended. Right. So apparently, Meghan has landed this voiceover deal with <gasps> Disney. and she's going to be in this project with elephants without borders which is like a wildlife conservation charity okay cute love that name yeah so maybe that can be her next stepping stone if she really wants it to be have you seen the video of um prince harry
0: whispering into the ceo of disney's ear yes it's so funny oh my gosh if you guys haven't seen it you need to after listening to us go watch the video Mm -hmm. it's pretty funny i mean
1: i've never seen anyone ask for like
0: something a so job big like that and to yeah, just get it yeah. and we like witness it happen in this video he basically just whispers in disney's D- disney <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: the ceo of
0: disney's ear um hey you know megan does voiceovers uh-huh. and he's like "Ha," ah. and then harry's like no she's very interested and then you see the ceo is like oh he's serious and the next thing you know mm-hmm. like she probably had a gig overnight so <laughs> it's interesting that he was able to right just there and then she
1: also has a beautiful voice so oh, yeah, i'm mean, excited to listen to that i don't mind it at
0: all no And she was an actress prior. didn't come out of thin air.
1: Hmm. Also, for Harry, uh, apparently the Netflix chief content officer, he confirmed that the royal couple will be working on future projects with the company. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. He's also going to team up with Oprah on Apple TV. They're going to work on this project about mental health.
0: Okay, so they have plans. They do.
1: They're going to be bumpkins.
0: I'm excited to see where this takes them i am too also i'm sure this is not the end of the drama
1: oh no oh no i hope they love each other
0: i know if they don't it's not worth it no all this (laughs) too much drama
1: so crazy and if there is more drama we'll have a whole another episode ready we're gonna break it all down again explain what they're doing now we really could just be getting started with them yeah that was a lot to digest that was a lot
0: yeah it definitely was And Kate and I just kind of scratched the surface. I mean, there is tons out there. It's like you refresh Google and something new has popped up about this family. Exactly. But if you didn't know anything. Now you know. Now you know. So tune in to our episode next week to learn more.
1: About what's going on in the world. What's trending in pop culture. What will happen from now till then. Anything. Anything could happen.
0: (laughs) And this has been Pop Off. With with Caitlin Caitlin and and Josie.